Hey, 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 welcome to the Pastor Duke Podcast. It is my ultimate honor and joy to preach the Word of God to you. You make my day. Teaching and preaching the Word of God is why I live. And um, all of you are part of my podcast family. Thank you so much. I pray that this uh, little rant that I'm about to take called Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus will strengthen you, will challenge you, be a blessing. I'm choosing to tune out this world's chatter. But if I wasn't, I would be hearing the chant, let's go, Brandon. What up with the Durham indictments? What will come of them? And how many more will come? The upcoming Jizzling Maxwell trial and their connections to the Anthony Weiner laptop and the Hunter Biden laptop. What will become of the 21 election forensic audits as state by state are joining the wave of election fraud inquiry? Is there anything to it? Will there be a 22 red wave election? How is critical race theory going to be received or rejected by American parents who became, because of COVID realities, so much more aware of what their kids are being taught in the public school system? Where will the gender issues land in our schools? Will the LGBTQ, a couple other letters that I can't remember, Agenda be fully embraced and historical Judeo-Christian morality be banded once for all by our National Education Association? Will capitalism fall to communism from within? Will Biden remain in the White House as his dementia continues to embarrass his progressive handlers? Will the 25th Amendment be invoked? Will Kamala actually become the U.S. president when in the Democratic primary she received only 1% of the vote before she dropped out in shame? Is Pelosi in or is she out? She does not seem to be sure herself. Is she going to run again or not? And if not, why not? Will BLM threats be carried out in New York City or elsewhere concerning the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict? What will come of the January 6th so-called insurrection or the officer that killed Ashley Babbitt? Will Rittenhouse sue the mainstream media for slander? Will he sue Biden for slander? Will all the social media giants continue to violate the First Amendment and get away with it? Will the mainstream media be able to continue its collusion with the progressive communist control of the Democratic Party? Will the southern border insanity continue to go unchecked? Will the 2021 100,000 drug overdose deaths just go under the radar? Will human trafficking, pedophilia, and fentanyl heroin trafficking be allowed to continue unchecked? Will the January 4th OSHA vaccine mandate stand? Will absolute totalitarian government force all citizens to vax up or else? Will the Nuremberg Code be abandoned forever? What will fully vaccinated mean in the future? How many boosters will be enough? Are the COVID tests reliable? What are the real death numbers? Is COVID actually to be feared or is the media driving a fear agenda? Will the 75 dead European fully vaccinated athletes who died of heart attacks on the field, have they any voice in future COVID sagas? 
Should the entire future of the human race be in the hands of the World Health Organization, of Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, and their team? Are they the good guys? Is our American energy dependence really a good thing? How high will gas go? How low will the American dollar go? Does the world only have eight years left before it is totally uninhabitable, as AOC claims? Will the food shortages become severe? Will the supply lines get fixed? Will the container ships get unloaded? Will our energy grid be secure? Will there be an internet blackout as resistance mounts against the globalist movement and their cashless society? How far will the U.S. government exercise unconstitutional power to take freedoms from the populace? Will there be a backlash? Will there be civil disorder from the right? I'm not recommending that. I'm just wondering. You can only push people so far. Those of us who have Christ have the restraint of the Holy Spirit, and we do not hold the spirit of vigilantism. However, there are many conservatives that do not have that same Holy Spirit holdback. Will the $450,000 per illegal immigrant family actually happen as Biden has promised? Will the Second Amendment fall? Will Biden actually keep his promise to send his men to my house to force a vaccine on me that I do not want because I had the COVID virus? I have the antibody. I'm choosing to tune all that out <laughs> for a moment and look into God's word. Hebrews 12, 27 says, And this word once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken. You know what's shaken? All the things I just mentioned. They are shaking, and praise God, they are temporary. The scripture continues, As of things that are made... I'd say man-made messes and satanically laid plans that, back to Scripture here, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. That's my focus from here on out. Fact is, in the eternal sense, none of our political, economic, and foreign affairs policies are going to mean a flip as God unfolds his eternal plan for the planet and the human race. History is not a mystery. History isn't by time and chance. History is exactly that, his story. He told us the end from the beginning. You see, that's what you do when you are the Alpha and the Omega. It had its beginning in Genesis, will have its conclusion in Revelation. It won't be the end of the world. It'll be the end of the age. His kingdom will come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think one verse, Psalm 917, kind of sums up the entirety of the American experience. The nation that forgets God shall be turned into hell. I think that's the explanation for what we're hearing in our news each day. I find myself in a little bit of an angst as I watch our country crumbling from within. In my view, corruption has a strong grip on a huge part of our government. I believe the CIA, FBI, Department of Justice are corrupted by evil political ideology. I see deep collusion of the mainstream media, academia, big pharma, Silicon Valley, Hollywood, environmentalists and globalists, and the Chinese Communist Party. 
I see them all in bed together. I call them the deep state. I see Satan using the whole of it to usher in his new world order in accordance with Revelation chapter 13. I see the World Health Organization, the United Nations Agenda 2030, and it's the population plans using the COVA saga and the vaccine mandates as a tool to usher in complete human surveillance and control as it already is in operation in China. I see it coming to the world at warp speed if they get their way. I see America as the last nation standing and as much of the evangelical world senses and resist this evil. But in the big picture, I count myself, number one, a Jesus kingdom guy, and number two, an American patriot. I love my country, but it's Jesus who died for me, not George Washington. I pray for balance on this issue. I pray for wisdom. I know my God calling includes rising up my voice against the workers of iniquity as all prophets did through all the ages. I know victory comes in Christ alone and not going to be gained by some kind of a political victory. I know America deserves judgment for the death of 63 million innocent American babies. We deserve judgment for embracing Sodom as the moral legal standard for our nation. The faith of our fathers is now disdained. It's ignored. It's being rewritten. The knowledge of God is foreign to most of our younger generation. There is no fear of God before their eyes. They see good as evil, and evil they see as good. Woe unto them, the Bible says, and that day is here. We who hold to our faith are now the deplorables. We are told prophetically that in the time of the end, all who will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, 2 Timothy 3.12. Those days are here. Only thing I don't know is when our Lord shall come. Will he allow his church to see severe persecution in the end times as his church faced in the early days? We know why things are barreling towards globalism. It is the satanic plan. He uses environmentalism as his mantra. We must save the planet from the people. We must reduce our carbon footprint. It's our highest calling. <laughs> that is if Al Gore is our savior. I think we pretty much know now how it will be implemented. We don't have to be inventing some kind of various scenarios of how that could unfold. All we have to do is listen to them in their own words. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci are no longer hiding in the shadows with their once called mad scientist plans to control the global population through vaccines and electronic surveillance. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is a demonic agenda carried out by Satan's minions in the end times who consider themselves as mankind's saviors. They plan for the death of nine-tenths of the world's population to reset the planet for sustainable green growth. They make it sound so innocent. In reality, it's sinister. It's the plan of Satan. Those who hide 
cover for and promote their agenda will be the saved elite, the protected ones. One must buy into their agenda or suffer their wrath. (laughs) You ever wonder why they hate Donald Trump so bad? It's not because of his haircut or his evil tweets. He is a nationalist in a sea of globalists. He is a burr in their saddle. He held back their plans. He's now out of the way. We're back in the Paris Climate Accord, and things are back on schedule for the globalists. How far will the Lord allow that to go now? Will he temporarily push it back with a conservative resurgence? I don't know, and I don't really care. I just, I guess I'd choose for Jesus to come sooner rather than later. So I have no fear as I share and learn and watch it all unfolding. I have excitement. Now, at this point, any doubters should dive into who exactly it is that has been granted privilege to remain unvaccinated on the COVID issue. This is huge. This fact alone will be the tell-all. Did you know both houses of Congress and their families are exempt from vaccines? Did you know the entire White House staff, and I mean, that you're talking a 1,000 families here, are exempt from the vaccines. Did you know that all of the vax companies, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, you got it, all exempt. Isn't that interesting? Follow the exemptions and follow the money and you will know exactly what the devil is up to. I choose to study it. I choose to watch it, to expose it, to preach out against it. It is the evil of my day. John the Baptist spoke out against the political and moral and religious evils of his day, and Jesus called him the greatest man ever born of woman, and he paid the supreme price for it. I am resolved that podcasts like this may, in the end, cost me my life. I understand that. I'm not just uh, some kind of a maverick. I, I, I tune that out. I don't live by fear. I don't want for that. I don't want to be martyred. But if it comes, I know God's grace will be sufficient for me as his grace was sufficient for other martyrs throughout the ages. My wife and I stay on top of things, and we have resolved we will not put our heads in the sand. We will do everything in our power to know what is happening. We have a pretty good uh, preparedness to be locked down by government overreach and abuse of power. We are resolved to use our knowledge to strengthen the hands of our fellow Jesus family, to use our knowledge to help the unsaved to come to Christ, to share with them exactly what is going on and why. We are resolved to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We resolve to celebrate the little daily blessings we have so easily we can take for granted. Thank you for that beautiful cup of coffee I had this morning to help wake me up. So when I read your word for an hour, hiding your word in my heart that I might not uh, sin against the not to take little things for granted. We are resolved. We are resolved to pour into people, to open our home to others, to share with people openly of the love we have for them and why and how their love for us 
has been a blessing. We want to be as close to people as we possibly can and share the love of God radically. The Bible says preferring one another in the church, reaching out to those who know not our Lord, reaching out with passion, reaching out with confidence to give them answers of the hope that lies within us. We are resolved not to bow to government mandates that are historically unprecedented and unconstitutional. We are the resistance. We are resolved not to be human guinea pigs with any untested vaccines. We have had COVID. We have the antibodies. Some say we are three times more protected. Some say 20 times more protected from future COVID hacks than any people who have been vaccinated. We resolve to not live in fear. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We resolve to be the resistance to totalitarianism both in our country and in the world abroad. We pray for the persecuted peoples of Australia, Israel, and Austria. Are you aware of the lockdowns that are already in those countries? They face complete forced vaccination or lockdown. That is their reality even as we speak. If it were about slavery, put me in the Underground Railroad. If it were Nazism in our face, put some escaped Jews in my attic. If it were the Civil Rights Movement, let me take the bullet that took down Martin Luther King. If it were Montgomery, Alabama, December 1st, 1955, let me give my seat in the front of the bus to Rosa Parks. If it were May 31st, 1989 at Tiananmen Square in Beijing, China, let me be the 18th death. Pretty simple. Some things are worth living for and some things are worth dying for. Better dead than read for me. For 50 years, I've studied Bible prophecy. For 12 years, I've crisscrossed this nation preaching prophecy conferences. Some people think me crazy. To those of you who do, listen to my old messages all over YouTube and show me one place where I've been wrong. It's not that I have any special enlightenment at all. It's the prophecies that are just that clear. So far, God hasn't given me a spirit of passivity. The only thing you find in the middle of the road are yellow lines and dead skunks. Jesus said, if you're not for me, you're against me. I am not at ease to keep my mouth shut and let the world go to hell. There is a fire burning in my bones too, not just in Jeremiah. As Crosby, Snows, Nash & Young sang after the Kent State deaths, May 4th, 1970, the song Ohio, Tin Soldiers and Nixon coming. This summer I heard the drumming, four dead in Ohio. Next verse says, how can you run? How can you run when you know? That's where I am now in my senior years. I know what is coming down, and I know why. I know who's behind it. I'm almost a 50-year student of Bible prophecy. 2020 gave many of us who study prophecy a 2020 prophetic vision. The globalists are no longer hiding into the shadows. They are telling this world where they are driving it to and why. And of course, it's all for economic justice. Sounds so good. To save the planet from the people. Klaus Schwab says, quote, you'll own nothing, drive nothing, live in an 800 square foot high rise apartment in a smart city with only public transportation and you will be happy, unquote. 
So does that mean they will have some kind of happy juice in an upcoming vaccine to make that happen? You can't make this stuff up. You better take these powerful men at their word. This is not some kind of conspiracy. This is a plan. The mainstream media is not going to show it to you, but you can go online and hear them in their own words. And shame on you if you don't. Don't drink the mainstream media's Kool-Aid. Can you tell I'm fired up a bit here? (laughs) Now, I know my victory is not in stopping them, but in exposing them and helping others to see the enemy's agenda and get into God's family, get on the winning team. My victory is secure in Jesus. I can swing out over hell on a rotten cornstalk and sing Amazing Grace. I don't fight for victory. I fight from victory. Jesus has come. He died. He rose. He comes again. That's the thing that's most important. Aren't you glad this world is not our home? We're just passing through. Our treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I'm no longer looking for a verse. I'm listening for a voice. I'm no longer looking for a sign. I'm looking for a cloud and listening for a trumpet. I want to depart this world either by death or by rapture with my eyes focused only on Jesus, with my hands firmly on the gospel plow, my heart set on the glory of God, my feet shod with the preparation and advance of the gospel, holding my shield of faith high and my sword drawn, the word of God. My voice lifted high, Jesus saves. Neither is there salvation in any other. He's the only way to heaven. Don't get mad about that. Rejoice in it. You got a way to heaven. He paid the price for your sins. He shed his blood. Salvation is a gift of God. Receive it. Give your life to Christ. Enter into the straight gate, for wide is the gate that leads unto destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. I'm tired of professing Christians hiding behind the passivity of prophetic confusion. Why are you confused? The Holy Spirit will give you discernment. Seek it out. Don't be afraid of men. Embrace the Lord. I'm tired of halfway Christians dancing around the exclusivity of Jesus, dancing around the homosexual and moral issues of our day. Half-heartedness is called in the book of Revelation as lukewarmness. It breaks God's heart. He wants to spew it out of his mouth. It makes him gag. Halfway is the wrong way. If you're not for me, you are against me, said the Lord. Without apology, I proclaim Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is a risen Savior. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us, the second person of the Holy Trinity. He is coming soon in the clouds. Nobody knows the day or the hour when you begin to see all these things come to pass. Look up, your redemption draws nigh. His blood bought our salvation. He is the Savior of the world. He will soon execute judgment upon his arrival, upon all his rejectors, to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. I saw a Facebook post yesterday on this topic. I kind of agree with it, and yet I've got better news than what it says. But it's, it's profound. Here it goes. But until then... Dying doesn't scare me. What scares me is living in a world run by evil people who control the destiny of our children. Well, you know, the destiny of our children really isn't in the hands of Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, or Anthony Fauci. (laughs) Jesus loves them. He's got them in his hands. He's got angels looking out for them. 
I hear that statement, and I feel it a bit as well, for I have eight grandchildren all living in the Soviet Republic of New York. But I hear the sweet words of Jesus reminded me when I think of my grandkids. He tells me he loves them even more than I do. So let's stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Lift high his royal banner. It must not suffer loss. The theme of the universe is not the comfort of the last day's church to protect them from all evils. The theme of the universe is the glory of God. The hardest of times affords us the greatest eternal opportunities. May it be said of us as it was of the first generation of Christians, they stood. That was their time. This is ours. It's our opportunity to love the Lord Jesus Christ with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our might. So let's quit wimping around, whining about this and whining about that and supply chains. And what if the, hey, God is big. God is good. He loves us. He's coming back to a messed up world. (laughs) We're in it, but we're on the winning team. Hey, thanks for listening to my rant. I'm going to do this again. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the fire Jesus puts in our hearts. Amen. So keep your eyes on him. Keep your hand on the plow. Keep looking up. Jesus loves you. Don't ever, ever, ever forget that. So do I. Goodbye for now.